0: This is this, this, this,
1: Fight Disciples.
0: We are gathered here today
1: for the Fight Disciples UFC and Boxing Talk.
0: Uh, Welcome to episode 172 of the Fight Disciples podcast. This one's dedicated to the world of UFC. You can get us on iTunes, Fight Disciples. You can get us on our website, fightdisciples.com, just in case you're on Android and you need a different link in order to subscribe to this nonsense. Um, And you can get us all over social media, at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Get yourself uh, involved on the day-to-day conversation. As I said, uh, this show is dedicated to the world of UFC. But before we get there, I think it's only fair that we have a little bit of a, a reminisce last week because I didn't bring this up on last week's show. My partner in crime, my main man, celebrated his 64th birthday last week.
1: <laughs> Bastard.
0: Yeah. And you, do you know what I love about you and your birthdays, right? I mean, what was this, 41? Oh,
1: something like that, yeah. Do, 30, don't fuck 30, off, 30, yeah. right?
0: I went to your 40th last year, so I know it's. I know you're 41, right? So... You go, you go missing on your birthday. You. We're a busy team, man. Right? You, if you his Nick on his birthday, he's like a, he's like that kid at school that takes the fucking holiday off, right? When it's his birthday, so he doesn't tell you that he's doing it. He doesn't even announce that it's his uh, birthday. It's a good job that I'm actually, I have, a fa- I'm not on Facebook, but I have a Facebook account, and therefore it flashed up that it was your birthday. and I thought, ah, that's where he is. So I sent him so many messages on. What were it, Tuesday or Wednesday last week? Wednesday, so yeah. Right, so I'm sending him messages going, mate, what's the situation with this? Because we've got a few projects going on at the moment. Mate, what's the situation with this? What's going on with this? Any uh, any idea on this? I'm thinking, why is, the f- why is this fucker not responding to me, right? All day. And then at about seven o'clock at night, I got a message back going, uh, right, yeah, this, that, and the other. And then, obviously, I checked the Facebook, knew that it was his birthday, and I went, oh, you've been out with a wife, have you? She <laughs> fucking took the day off as well, did she? Ah, <laughs> oh, right, Yeah. Been treated, little boy, on your on your birthday. So it's, you're 41, mate. You've had 40, you've had 40 previous of these. What are you doing that for?
1: I like having a birthday as Fucking a little day to no. myself to, you know, spend some time. You know what? They will got up. In the Tell morning. your work
0: colleagues then when they when <laughs> when, they're, when, they're, when, they're, when they're arranging meetings for you. <laughs>
1: right? We went to. Uh, we uh, dropped the kids off the childminder for half the day. We picked them up at lunchtime. But we were like, come on, let's have a couple of hours. Uh, take us into town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so James like, you know, get yourself something. So she and took I, she a to day off
0: work just for I, your birthday?
1: I swear to God. We spent the whole day shopping for my wife. I've never seen a shop a so then. successful in my life. You've had a nightmare. In, in the end, I just went, come on, let's go to pictures. You've had a nightmare there, haven't you? So I dragged her to the pictures. Mm. We went to see The Greatest Showman, which, by the way, is class. mm so hey by the
0: way you owe my wife a new vase
1: why what's happened here
0: the fucking nerf gun is what has happened here mate (laughs) So so he's been nagging the living shit out of me I got it out the packet, only to realise that it's not just a Nerf gun. Oh, no, it's a semi-fucking-automatic Nerf gun, right? <laughs> oh, it's a good one, right? Like. Oh, mate, you put six bullets in that thing, and it's like got this revolver, th- like an old-school revolver thing. You put six of them in it, you load it up, you give it a little bit of a twist, you crank it back, and I'll tell you something, the force that that shit comes out at is unbelievable. So I had to try and set him like a target up to stop him from f- shooting it at his one-year-old sister, right? So, obviously, I've done school runs, picked the kids up, wife's still at work. I'm thinking, right, all right, here's your target, Ted. Lie yourself down on the floor here, little dartboard thing set up, go on, crack on, do that. Anyway, he gets bored with that because he kept hitting it. Next thing you know, he's pinging it off fucking pictures. He's pinging it off some kitchen. He's pinging it off this, that and the other. Spots <laughs> a vase at the bottom end of the room, don't he? I'll have that. Bang, right? And all <laughs> of a sudden, I just hear yeah, a crash. Oh, shit. I turn round. Her favourite vase has gone ass over, hasn't it? Because he's peppered it with fucking Nerf gun bullets. For those that didn't listen to last really? week's show, um, it. it was my uh, son and daughter's joint christening. And most people would, I don't know, maybe put a, a tenner in a bank account for him or get him something sweet like a, a cutlery set. Your first cutlery set, as we picked up last week. Not Nick Peak. nah. I'm going to get him a semi-automatic Nerf gun. <laughs> I'm
1: glad he's enjoyed it anyway. Fucking. Yeah. whale of a time. Tell so
0: yeah, mate. Your, your name was Blue last week. Blue. <laughs> anyway, I'll tell you another na- name that's bloody blue on this show, son. Mario Yamazaki. I know he's your mate, but he's getting it on here. He is getting it. You UFC know, was, Be- not good, was it? UFC Bellum at the weekend, uh the the Bullet Valentina fight. Mate, I've just got to stat here, check this out, right? So the Bullet landed 230 significant strikes.
1: Yeah. Cashewira probably landed three. That's <laughs> facts. I was just going to guess at less than 10, then, Mate, but Cashewira fucking hell. landed 3
0: significant strikes compared to 230. Now fair enough. Well, no, not fair enough. The referee's there to protect the fighters, mate. Yeah, He's got to go, I mean, listen, fuck this shit. What? Firstly, what's the corner doing? The corner yeah. can see that chuck their towel in there's no shame if someone's getting their shit you don't really get the animal. towel thrown in no, no you in, don't in mma
1: it doesn't really happen as readily as it does in boxing you know it's it's kind of it's a weird one it's very rare you see the corner throwing the towel but you're right listen mario i've known mario for a good five or six years and um i go even so far as to say he's a mate of mine as well he used to write a column for me and you know he's a guy that's been around mixed martial arts forever um him and his family own a really successful uh, chain of Brazilian jiu-jitsu schools back in his native Brazil. You know, the family are ingrained in this sport, certainly from a jiu-jitsu background, but no, certainly right now in mixed martial arts in terms of Mario as well. And I think over the years he's proven himself to be um, a very capable official and one of the best officials currently coming out of Brazil but this is not the first time in the last 12 to 18 months when he's had issues. And I I, I was, I was kind of, I'm sitting there watching, I didn't stay up last night, I stayed up and watched the, watched the boxing and then I watched it uh, on Sunday. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm, watching it. And obviously I'm excited because Shevchenko's fighting and you know I've got this weird perverse uh, attraction to her. But also I'm like, fuck, if she does what I'm expecting her to do, she's putting the flyweight division on notice and she did exactly what i expected her to do and at at one point i'm like i kind of feel sorry for this girl making a ufc debut and she's been thrown in against a two-time bantamweight title challenger who's moving down to flyweight and looks even fucking more of a killer than ever before but i'm watching it and i'm looking at mario i'm like watching the beatdown going on and i'm looking at mario and i'm like what the fuck are you doing like what are you doing yeah you're just standing there. He was like a, it was like a gawker, you know, like a, when you were when you were a kid and you watch like a, a fight on the playground, and then it gets to a certain point when it and, and other kids would step in and go, all right, all right, he's had enough now, all right, you know what I mean? You you have proved the point, you've won, get off him. It's you'd you'd marshal it yourselves, you'd referee it yourselves, but he's just standing there like a pisshead outside the pub, just like yeah, yeah, you're literally bludgeoning her with with heavy elbows to the face. She's utterly defenceless. And you just and he just stood there staring at it, it was it was kind of horrific. And I'm not surprised that Dana White went for him but both got bun- guns, guns loaded, you know, uh, in the aftermath. Yeah, he's
0: thrown him under the bus properly oh, there, st-
1: And he, he, he's literally said, like, you know, it's up to the Brazilian commission, not us. But if it was up to us, he would never, ever work for the UFC again. Mm. And you know what? Mario's kind of only got himself to blame. And again, I stand by the fact Mario is a very good referee and he comes from a very strong background. He's not some no-mark who's crossed over from boxing. His background is mixed martial arts. But scary that he fought that. Because for me, he's there to defend the fight. He's there to protect the fight. Yeah, that's, that's his job. If, if this is a world title fight, if uh, kashuela has been around this this UFC organisation for a long time, if this is Shevchenko versus Nunes, for instance, you know, you'd know you even have an argument that he should have stopped the fight if Shevchenko was doing that to Amanda Nunes, who's the current champion, who's been around for a long time, who, who, who who's very experienced in the game. But for it to be a girl making a UFC debut, that's what made it a bit of a killer, you know. That's why you're a little bit like, oh come on, mm. just stop the fight, man. Mm. The girls had enough. Wasn't the great?
0: To, it wasn't a great week really for the UFC, uh, especially with Bellum. The, the, just people missing weight. Uh, it was a fucking
1: disaster, Adam. It was a, the whole card was a fucking the main, I disaster. I mean, the, the
0: main fight with Mashida in it, he didn't win that fight. How's he got that fucking
1: decision? It was just it was the main event uh, again. I'm watching that. Just kind of, uh, I'm still reeling from the fact that the entire card was fucked up by weight cutting. Yeah, uh, and we'll come back to that in a second, of course. Um, well, I'll get you'll... stuck
0: into it now because it's a main story, man. I mean, there's guys in there that were missing weight by four and five pounds, and then ended up on fight night twenty odd pounds over well, the fucking first, weight.
1: First of all, we lost our we lost our co-main before before um, we even got there because. Um, Pedro Munoz failed to make weight, yep. so Munoz couldn't fight John Dodson, so that fight got cancelled. Then we hit. This is all. Can 24- I just say on
0: that, by the way, on that? I mean, why is there even still a debate about whether Dodson gets paid? Isn't that fucking it's bullshit? The guy's made weight. He's done everything that you've said in his contract. You've all- you've allotted the money. The money's not just disappeared. The money that you have aligned for him to get paid is there.
1: Why are you withholding it? He's done fuck all. It did, and the the purely trying to bully him because Muñoz weighs in four pound over UFC. Go, um, he's four pound over here. Right, uh, what time know, to so, fuck off. So so Dodson goes and you know well within his rights because Dodson's you know former world title challenger, former tough winner and everything else. He kind of goes, yeah, well, I'm not taking it then. Four pounds a fucking big difference, especially when you're fighting down a flyweight. Yeah, four pounds massive. I'm not taking it. I'm not risking the fact that I'm trying to get back to title class. And the UFC kind of punish him then. Okay, well, fuck you. Then you're not getting paid. We're not paying you a penny. You're That's not, bullshit. You're not getting your show money. you're Not getting nothing. So another good mate of mine, uh, Six Guns Gibson, who's a who's a who's one of the pad coaches, uh, uh, Jackson Winklejohn, he gets off the plane in Brazil, gets to the hotel and is told by John Dodson, yeah, sorry dude, you've you've just made the thirty hour t- journey, but the fight's off because he hasn't made weight. And none of, none of us are getting paid. Because so so Bra- Brandon Gibson's on his social media going. 30, 30 hour round trip and I've just found out I'm not even going to get paid for being here it's it's kind of fucking disgusting to it be honest disgusting. with you but then the other extreme is the fight that did go ahead uh, Michael as who fights Desmond Green now Michael Brazares he goes and weighs in 161 pounds so he's 5 pounds over the, the lightweight limit
0: he's not even
1: bothered has he he's not even bothered to cut it just fucking disgusting so they say right okay tell you what your fight will continue Uh Desmond Green's agree, agreed to do the fight. You're going to have to give him 20% of your purse, but Desmond Green's gone, okay, we'll have the fight. But he can't weigh more um, than 156, I think it was. Or, no, sorry. So he, he makes. Yeah, he makes 161. So he said to right. him, do not weigh more than 163, I think is what they said to him. Uh, 173.
0: We'll get there eventually. Good lad, yeah, well yeah. done.
1: 173. Sorry, right. I'm trying to go through my notes here. So he can't weigh more than 173. So, yeah, sound, not a problem, not a problem. There's 20%. Yeah, yeah, see, see you tomorrow night. Then he turns up and he weighs 180. And they let him fight? And they let him fight. Fuck me. So, don't get me wrong, Desmond Green took 40% of his purse off him because he took another 20% Yeah, but off what him. about if he fucking Desmond he Green... some serious damage? Yeah, Desmond Green lost the fight. Unanimous decision. Two, the judges scored a 30-27. He got fucking beat up. And it was like, well... What the fuck is Desmond Green supposed to do there? Because, listen, Desmond Green is trying to be a team player. He's trying to be a company man. He's kind of going, oh fuck, he hasn't even tried to make weight there. Go on, then we'll fight. Do us a favour, though. Don't let him weigh more than 173. Oh, fuck, now turned up on a night and he's 180. And UFC going, cameras, you know, you want to get paid? Or, or do you want to do a John Dodson and, and, and pull out the fight and not get a fucking penny? You don't know his background for all we know. Desmond Green owes money. He's had to borrow money for his training camp. Hmm. He can't he's looking at what they've done to John Dodson and gone, I can't afford to turn this down. Now you've turned up his 180. <laughs> I still can't afford to turn it down. Hmm. The UFC have set horrible precedent by punishing John Dodson for refusing to take a fight where a fighter's is overweight. There's got to be a real regulation put in there that even if John even if you say you you are well within your rights to turn down a fight if someone doesn't make weight. That should not be a pun you should then not be punished by not getting any short money. Mm. And and that's what put I think that's what's put pressure on Desmond Green to take fight against a guy that's initially six pounds overweight and then a guy that weighs in at 180. Even Desmond Green, he he, he went on social media and was like, I'm like I weighed in at 155 like I was supposed to, or one fifty six like I was supposed to. I now weigh one sixty three on fight night. Yeah. He's one eighty. It, it, it's it's fucked up, absolutely fucked up. It completely ruined this card. And once again, Adam, we're fucking talking about weigh and yeah, the UFC. No. This is the biggest story every week is who fucked up making weight and why has this card been ruined and every then, week?
0: And then off the back of that, you've got a referee. And, nobody's actually talking about the fighting. You know what I mean? Mm. So the, to,
1: to the actual combat. That's why I skated over Machida versus Anders and the fact that it was a close fight and whatever else. I don't really give a fuck. Yeah. Machida's kind of finished for me anyway. Anders... You know, probably it would have been a great scalp for him, but it wasn't. It wasn't an entertaining fight. It wasn't a great fight. I don't really want to get too excited about it because you know what? I'm too busy talking and thinking and 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 getting engaged about the bullshit that's going on on this mm. card beneath mm. it.
0: Mm. What do you reckon of uh, Machida uh, Bispin for a finish?
1: Um, again, you know, Michael come out won't he and say why? Why are all these drug cheats calling me out? Um, I don't know where Mike's at right now. Obviously, we know that Bispin has come out and said he definitely won't be fighting in UFC London. They've obviously announced the main event for that now, which I'm sure we'll call him, come on to a bit later. But mate,
0: we're not coming on to it later. We're doing it now. The Dooms coming to town. I'm looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, me too. I like Volkov. I think he's a talented guy. It's yeah, a I massive do. opportunity mate, for he him was as mint, well.
0: Mate, Volkov was mint last time out. I thought to myself, yeah, I'm, I'm all, you know, I'm, all, I'm all over this. This is, this is two beautiful styles that could gel quite nicely to make a really good fight.
1: Could do yeah. I think Volkov obviously is a, is one tour is one outside of the UFC. He's been a winner in uh, in M1 Global and everything else. Uh, he's proved himself. I think he won the heavyweight tournament in over in Bellator as well. Um So since he's come over to the UFC, he's hardly put a foot wrong. So it's a great opportunity for him. Um He's never he's not the greatest submission fighter in the world. No, he's not the not. greatest ground fighter in the no. world. So I think but Vadum I is Vadum will try and taken down but Volkov you know you never know he could light Vadum up I think everyone has a time and doom just feels like he's been around for a long time right now and could be Volkov's big moment uh, I like it as a main event for nah him. it's good it man
0: it's good and do you know something the best thing about it is that the UFC didn't shit the pants and decide that they were going to get Darren Till on that card. As we said on the show last week, we know that they are working on Darren Till Wonderboy. We want that in April. We want it on the Khabib Tony Ferguson undercard. That's what is basically is being grafted at this moment. And we hope that that can get signed, sealed and delivered and brought to us. We didn't want them all of a sudden, just because they didn't have a main event, right? Who's the biggest star in the UK at the moment? Darren Till. Let's put Darren Till on there against Gunny. What's the point? Because he'd just fucking light Gunny up for fun. And all right, we get to see Darren Till and we'll all be entertained by it. But for Darren Till, it's a sidestep rather than a progression forward because he's already just lit up Cowboy. Lighting up another what we class as legend of the game. What's the point in doing that? Let's get in there with a proper shot. Let's get in there with uh, a proper a real challenge. Someone that you many would say, oh, it's a step too far that for Darren Till. Let's do that next. And that yeah. next step is Stephen Thompson, Wonderboy. Let's do it. They, I mean, a former world title challenger, he ain't going to get a world title shot anytime soon because he bored the living daylights out of us. we uh, tire on Their styles just didn't meet. I'll tell you something. These two styles will meet. Darren Till and Wonderboy will meet. You've got an aggressive striker against... A back foot striker, it's just absolutely got gold written all over it. Let's make the fight happen. I don't know what the hold-up is, but whatever it is, let's stop pissing about and let's get that Let's get that on the card.
1: Yeah, I think I think the hold-up is down to the fact that Wonderboy has got a thumb injury, but instead of having surgery, he's opted to let it heal naturally, so it's taken him out for a little bit longer than what I think anyone expected initially. Uh, but he has said that. Even with the injury, he'd like to start looking to come back around March, April time, which obviously falls into that Brooklyn card, which is in April. Um, that Brooklyn card is shaping up pretty much now so I don't know whether it'll make that card now I think it might come a little bit later in the year doesn't matter um, doesn't matter to me but it, just it, get it on as, as long as it happens I'm with you, you know, I, I'm a massive I, I love Gunny Nelson as well I'm a massive fan of Gunny I think Darren Till's absolutely the wrong fight for Gunny right now um, and to be honest I don't think it does anything for Darren Till's stock smashing Gunny Nelson to bits yeah. um, I think after the back of the cowboy performance and the fact that he's got everybody on the planet talking about him this bilingual scouse that's an absolute killer. It makes perfect sense to put him in with Wonderboy. And even Darren Till on this very show said, I don't know whether I can beat Wonderboy, but I'd like to try. I'd like to test myself. And I agree with him. I think it's a close fight. I think, you know, we're Darren Till fans, so I'm going to go with Till. I'd, say I'd probably go 55, 45 in favour of Darren Till right now, just because Wonderboy's been at a different level but it's better than Gunny, which I'm 95% sure Dan and wins.
0: No, absolutely. That's UFC 223. UFC 222's had some really bad news uh, over the weekend. Uh, the champ, Max Holloway, gutted for him. Yeah. Uh, got himself an injury and therefore he's out of the fight with Frankie. Obviously, the last time that this was scheduled, Frankie ended up pulling out with a facial injury. Max has got a leg injury. He's out of this particular fight. People on social media are just dicks at times. Max Holloway, I think, has been the most regular fighter for uh, fucking the last five years. I think he's made about 18 uh, performances in that period of time. He's been ridiculously regular. never pulled out of a fight previously. So you know full well that the champ is legitimately injured and we wish him all the best. Get fit soon because we want to see the Frankie fight. One thing I am uh, surprised about, by the way, mate, is that Frankie on his Instagram has said that he's still fighting March the third. I thought that he would have just said, right, just pull out, wait for uh, Max to get fit, and then let's reschedule the fight.
1: Yeah, that's what I would have thought as well. But um, you know, I think I think obviously Frankie's keen to stay as active as possible, Um, and that's Frankie Egg. You know, I think I think that may have been a push towards a potential interim title fight. But it just I just don't think Max's injury is that serious. I think it makes more sense to just to postpone it and push it backwards. Wouldn't surprise me now if it ended up on the Stuve Cormier undercard Mm. purely because the fight that looks like it's going to get replaced by on this bill in uh, Las Vegas this UFC two 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 on March third. Seems like it's going to be Dillashaw versus Garbrandt too. Uh, They're making big noises about it now. Demetrius Johnson is just is recovering from surgery, which takes him out of the TJ's firing line. Um, I don't want it.
0: I don't want it because I saw I saw a little bit of um, crack on again. I get the majority of this on Instagram. I like the
1: fight. I'd like to see. I'd like to see the fight. I want to see TJ fight Garbrandt again. But what I wanted to see first, I Mm. wanted to see DJ actually fucking fight someone yeah, that's what and I mean. legitimise this legacy?
0: That's what I mean. I, I, I don't want... I mean, like you've just said the UFC 222, they're looking for a headliner now. They're looking to try and sort something out. So um, the UFC are making noises for Cody TJ Part 2. That's what they're making noises for. I don't want that, man. I want TJ DJ. That's what I want. Yeah, Let's do too, that. Don't, listen, Cody's wicked. You know that I love Cody. You think I think he's the bollocks, right? I think his girlfriend... It, or his wife, sorry, now, is expecting their first child, that's imminent. That's going to be around the next month or so. Yep. Take some time out, man. Go and experience that. Really enjoy that period um, and then get yourself back in the gym and maybe the back end of this year we can get TJ versus Cody Garbrandt back on. Yeah. Um. I don't want that next because I want TJ, DJ. That's what I want.
1: Uh, I, I'm with you and you know what? This is my other thing as well and this is what the UFC seems to be doing a lot of recently. <laughs> and I'm not a big fan of it. I think if a champion gets knocked out Defending yeah. his belt, you yeah. should never get an immediate rematch. Yeah, that's right. And I enough. don't, I don't believe Garbrandt should go straight back in with TJ, and I don't believe Johanna manager yeah, should go straight back in with Rose either. Yeah, I just don't get it. You know, Aldo didn't go straight back in with Conor McGregor, and there's a reason why. You know, you 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 can't do that. It, it's not fair on the rest of the division. Yes, you've been a champion. Yes, you've been you know in Aldo's case, you've been a champion forever, but it doesn't matter. You know, you've lost in the most emphatic way possible. You've been absolutely and utter, utterly saved on the night. It wasn't a close decision. I, I just hate immediate rematches for people to get knocked clean out. Mm. But they need obviously a replacement, an, a replacement main event for two, two, two. And it's just a shame because we're talking about Wonder Boy there, who, who's th- got a thumb injury, which is probably going to keep him out mm. late March, early April. The, the problem is, I it- think that might have saved this. I think, I think Wonder against Till. In a final eliminator, or even because Woodley is out with an injury yeah. for the interim belt, mm. would have carried this two-two-two card. Yeah, I,
0: listen, I agree with, you. I was just about to make that point because what the UFC have done, they've kind of made a little bit of a rub for their own back because they like titles, don't they? They like those title fights as their main pet. Pay- if they're going to they do a pay-per-view. They never used to, but they, at the moment they seem they to fell be like into this box. And yeah, way that needs absolutely, belt on. they seem to have fallen into this way where it's well, if we're going to do a pay per view, there's got to be a title on the line. That's why they yeah. keep making these interim bullshit, uh, you know, because they like to say, well, there's a title on the line. Yeah, yeah but it's a fucking paper belt, right? Nobody's really interested because the champs over there, right? Mm-hmm. They've fallen into that at this moment in time. Now, hopefully, they can come back away from that and just start thinking about let's make a great fight. What do people want to see? Short-term notice. Check this out. Get on the phone to Nate Diaz. (laughs) Get on the phone to Nate and say, "Listen, I know we fucked you over, right? And I know that you're probably just waiting for Connor. But how about three, four million dollars? Yeah, we'll pay you some serious quan. Get your ass back in the ring, and we'll tell uh, Frank, uh, we'll tell uh, Eddie Alvarez to get uh, tuned up. What do you fancy? Do you fancy it? Do you fancy a little knock? That'd be tremendous. Come on, let's do that one.
1: That'd be a cracker. I'd take that all day." Whether that's a pay-per-view in this day and age, I don't know. Maybe it is on the back of nah, the performances nah, against Connor, Yeah, but
0: Nate's a fucking nutcase. Nate in itself, I think, has become a, a, a pay-per-view star.
1: Yeah. We wouldn't know because he never fucking fights. <laughs> there's, there's no way to know for sure. But but yeah, yeah, I I, I guess so. Yeah, they definitely need something for 2 2 I'm expecting an announcement this week. But it wouldn't surprise me if Garbrandt Dillashaw did actually come off.
0: All right, then. All right, then. What about this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about um, a former multi weight boxing champion stepping into the world of mixed martial arts and asking the local bookmaker, Paddy Power, what are the odds? What are the odds?
1: Floyd, man, he's such a troll, isn't he? For a little bit of Floyd Mayweather (laughs) in 2018
0: to come and do some octagon shit. What do you reckon? <laughs> fucking hell, not come on. Floyd,
1: lad,
0: crazy. Floyd, you are crazy. And I just we're, we're sick people, right? Because they because he's got into an octagon, I'm kind of intrigued. Yeah. I'm kind of fascinated and I don't wanna be. I don't I, I just I just want Connor to come back and be competitive at mixed martial arts. I don't want him to go and fucking choke. Floyd Mayweather aren't we in two minutes or maybe I do I don't, I don't know it's horrible I, I shouldn't feel like this I should just automatically just shut the shit down and go no that's it done we've had a fun let's all move on Connor get your shit together mate because Nett Diaz is waiting for you let's do it
1: it's uh, it's mad in it. I've fucking Paddy Power's reach there. Just like they must have thrown an absolute fortune. I think I, I couldn't really tell, but it looked like from the video. I'm trying to look at the mats to see where it was. I think it was Syndicate MMA, which is a gym I've actually trained in in Las Vegas, uh, a cracking gym home to a, you know quite a few UFC fighters. Forrest Griffin trained there for a spell, but you know I think a lot of uh, a lot of the Las Vegas guys were mixing and around Syndicate. But I just feel like they recorded that. And knowing the gym, the layout of the gym is so big. It's such an open-plan unit. The people on the other side of the camera must have been pissing themselves, laughing. Certainly because I know that gym has always got decent-level MMA fighters in. And they must have just been pissing themselves, going, what's going on? Oh, yeah, Floyd Mayweather's just doing a little video. He's walking in pair of shorts. He's, like, saying, come at me standing inside the octagon. They must have been pissing themselves, laughing, knowing full well that Floyd would have absolutely no hope in hell. But you know what? It's Mon- amazing. Mate, it's money. It's, it's money. All, he loves money. He don't give a shit. Because He's it, people talking it, about him.
0: He, he, people are talking about him. He's trolling the shit out of everybody. And this is yeah. what happened last time. They started trolling each other. They started creating interest. Money talks.
1: Oh, please. I don't want to see the rematch.
0: Mate, I'm telling you now, right? $100 million talks. It doesn't affect Floyd's boxing record.
1: Imagine, in MMA, imagine, get to fuck me. It's definitely not happening in MMA, mate.
0: The imagine, boxing
1: rematch, no, I will, I will entertain that for some stupid reason. May well happen, it won't be no, my owe to the money. No, there will not be a boxing but it, Listen, there won't not be a boxing match. Inside MMA. Mate,
0: he's it's happening, he's gonna get fucking choked out.
1: <laughs> no chance, no chance. I'm telling you now, CM Punk would beat Floyd Mayweather. Oh, mate. That's that's the worst. You know, he's the worst person on the UFC roster and he would be Floyd Mayweather. That's a fact. This ain't happening. It ain't happening. No chance. It's just Floyd being Floyd, man.
0: Uh, For those that listen to the show on a regular basis, make sure you just keep that last bit that uh, Nick just said. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. (laughs) We're going to play it back to him a lot. probably around about August, September time. (laughs) You know it's coming, son. They've started making noise, bro. You know it's coming. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Please
0: yeah. no. all right let's get on to some proper stuff because this weekend i'm quite excited about what's going down in perth um luke rockhold the model uh is taking on uh, Yold romero it's a little bit of a shame because it's not bobby knuckles however what we will say on bobby knuckles i know that you brought this up a couple of weeks ago uh that he was extremely a wee staff infection um i've seen quite a bit online that he's back training he's over uh the infection and he's rebuilding that immune system back up, which is great to see, because we want to see him doing his thing, because he's the boy at this weight.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but he's sadly out of this original fight, uh, and therefore it is now Luke Rockhold, it is your Romero, it is UFC Perth. It is a wicked little knock, this man. I'm quite excited about
1: it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, again, yet another UFC event with a completely re- recast uh, main events if you remember it was supposed to be gsp versus bobby knuckles did you
0: see that stat of how many they've uh, they've redone already this year
1: isn't it it's something insane isn't it i, I noticed that on uh, on sunday night i was looking at that it was just isn't it go on I'm trying to think what it was. Have you got it written down? Go yeah, no, see, I know what it is. Go on, go I don't know what it is. I, 18, I remember it was massive. Oh, 18,
0: 18. Already now, we're we are, it, we are fe- we're first week February of February. It's February the
1: 5th? It's February the 5th?
0: F- first week of February, mate. And already, I mean, these aren't ones that have been. These what They've just been rehashed there and, 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 are, and are upcoming. So uh, events, uh, fights that have been in the UFC already, first week of February, they've already had to remake 18 of them. Now. because of people falling off, whether it's weight, whether it's wow. uh, injuries, whatever it is.
1: The UFC is fucked. That that new weigh-in thing, come on, when are they going to get a grip of this? Mm. That new early morning weigh-in is completely fucking them over. Well, this one isn't. Is nothing ridiculous. to do with that, sadly.
0: This is uh, obviously well, he got is, ill.
1: Yeah, this is obviously Judge St-Pierre de Sive and, You and know, it, it was a cash-grab job after all. He's going to wait now for Conor to come back. Um, and then, obviously, uh, Luke Rockhold stepped in. But then uh, our main man, Bobby Knuckles, got ser- seriously injured uh, in hospital. So, Yul Romero steps in. It's now for the interim belt. Yeah. Um, insanely enough, you know, the first fight. So, the first fight on this card, Luke Jamal against Daesh mm. Um I've got no interest in it. I couldn't tell you two things about either of them. But it starts at 7 a.m. local time. Yeah. That first fight starts at 7am. Imagine being a fight do fan you know, do you know something? and getting up at 5 in the morning Mate, to go to an arena when, <laughs> to watch the first I, fight. I actually, I actually got quite excited
0: because when they have Asian and Australian fights... It's early hours of the morning here for us in the UK. Usually. Yeah, usually it is. So I got excited about it. I was buzzing and I was thinking, oh, wicked, a little bit of Coca Pops on a Saturday morning. I'll have a little bit of a nausea in on that. That's what we experienced um, with Bispin when he fought uh, Gastelum out in uh, Asia, wasn't it? He fought at lunchtime and I thought, yeah, all right, sound. That's brilliant. I'll watch that. But then I checked the time and I thought, that's got to be wrong. Why is that? Why is that that time? Like three in the morning, UK or whatever it may be. I'm thinking, why the fuck's that? Anyway, I've just looked into it. As you've just rightly pointed out, in Australia, they're
1: fighting at fucking breakfast. It's insane, isn't it? It is just because of the American audience. Absolutely bonkers. So the main event, I think, is going to go down at eleven a.m. local time. Yeah. As, as a fight fan, it just it just feels weird. Imagine having to go to the 0 Arena in London. Yeah. At like you know get out of your pit at five a.m. Somehow get get to the venue. I don't even think the, t- the tube starts that early in London. Mm. And then get there in the first fights on at 7, 8. It's fucking... And then imagine watching a main event for a UFC title belt and then coming out into the world and it's lunchtime. (laughs) It's insane, man. It's insane. But listen, obviously, for the rest of us, it'll be the usual... Uh, five o'clock in the morning job because obviously it's all for you it's all for American TV but I, this main event's cool uh you're Luke Rockhold you know it's for me it's you know it is what it is it's to find out who the number one contender is for the for the main man for Bobby knuckles when he comes back uh I'm excited to see it you know I think romero has been waiting for an opportunity like this and I think rockhold on his day is the best middleweight on the planet so uh it's just it's weird that they've they've never fought each other before because they're both very much at the top of their game. But how uh, would you see it going yourself?
0: From what I saw last time, um, I mean, I can't really judge Luke Rockhold's performances because, one, he got knocked out of Bisbee and then he didn't fight forever and then he came back and it was a little bit, argh, whatever. Mm-hmm. This is obviously a real step up in class for him now to fight Yo Romero. However, last time um, Yo Romero being out, I thought to myself, yeah, okay. I would like to think that Luke Rockhold can do it and get himself back to where Luke Rockhold was 18 months, two years ago because that's the dream in my head that I kind of want him to be back at a top level to take on Bobby Knuckles just to see where it's at. But I don't know if he is. You know, that's a long time out, man. That's a long time out of the the, the octagon away from elite competition. And the last time that he was in elite competition, he got sparked. So I probably would side with Yo Romero, you know, in this fight.
1: Yeah. Obviously, um, Romero's coming into the fight after after points the feet to Bobby Knuckles yeah. for the interim belt. Which is it's funny that he's he lost an interim fight, title fight, and he's coming back with another interim title fight. It, there can't be many of them that's happened before, but he's still he's th- still obviously riding the crest of a wave. You know, the, prior to that, he had wins over Tim Kennedy, Loyalty Machida, Jacare, Chris Weidman. You know, three of those four were finishes. And they were, as well. yeah, they were devastating, yeah, the devastating finishes. Some of them performances. So. You know, I think he comes into this pretty confident and it helps that you come in at late notice sometimes as well. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but it's still relative late notice because it gives, doesn't give you too much time to think and get concerned about your opponent. Obviously, Luke Rockhold, more than anyone, has suffered from that. The Bisping fight he took with less than two weeks to go and Bisping comes in and clips him in the first round. So um, I think the longer the fight goes, you've got to go with Rockhold. But I, I, it's hard to, you, you're right, it's hard to know what Rockhold's got left for yeah. this game. I don't know where he's at. I don't know where Psychologically he's, at. he's all over the place, isn't he? You know, he's 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 I think he's he's given up now on shagging every fucking <laughs> uh, Hollywood <laughs> model and pop star. Has he? Come is.
0: on, he can't have given yeah, that but, but up. That's left, the best
1: bit about his gig. Absolutely. He's left AKA, hasn't he? He's moved to Florida, he's moved to the East Coast to get away from all the distractions of Hollywood of being a Hollywood superstar. So he's actually he's making sacrifices to try and get back to where he wants to be. So we're gonna see an all new Luke Rockhold on Saturday night or, yeah, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Hmm. Uh, but whether that's a, an improved Luke Rockhold, we just don't know. It's, you know, when you take him off, so. he's not, I hope he's it not is. grinding with yeah. a, with Kane and DC and Khabib anymore. He's over uh, he's over in Florida at ATT. Um, completely different set of people and coaches on the mats and everything else. I don't know. It could be Luke Rockhold 2.0 or it could be Luke Rockhold. He's moved backwards. So either way, there's going to be nowhere to hide against the all Romero. I think it's a it's a belter of a fight, and I don't expect it to go to distance. No, but I'm probably I'm, I'm probably going to go with Rockhold to uh, to get a late finish.
0: Okay. Um, is there anything else that's catching your eye on that card?
1: Um, again, I've talked about this kid a lot in previously, and, he, and he's come up short. Um, but I'm a massive fan of Jake Matthews. Um, I truly believe the kid's got the talent to go a long way. He's on the main card again. Yes, he's had a couple of defeats on his record, but he bo- He bounced back last time out um, when he moved back to welterweight against uh, against Bojan Veklovich in November in Sydney. He's always on his Australian cards, Perth, Matthew, uh, Jake Matthews, um, and I just think he'll get a big response in in, in Perth. He's he's got a tough fight against Li, Jing, Li Jingliang, nice, um, well done. the Chinese kid who's got a belt. I'm having some record. of that tonight. Well, this kid's got to win over Frank Camacho and it was an absolute war. One of the reasons why Dan Hardy, our mate, is a massive fan of Frank Camacho. He's never in bad fights, but this Jingliang is a tough kid. But I think Jake Matthews, it feels like now or never. He needs to start putting in big performances. He needs to move his career on. And I just think he could be the little star of the show. If not, expect that to be fight of the night.
0: Yeah. Speaking of Dan Hardy, by the way, um, one of our listeners... <clears throat> um Dave who I work with uh, at a radio station who's a big fan of Dan Hardy gave me a couple of books a couple of weeks ago didn't he I'm just making this point on the on the show because he's doubting that I've actually done what I've said that I've done basically sold
1: them I've sold them well
0: this is it this is what I'm insinuating that you are doing right so basically um Dave is a big Dan Hardy fan he's bought two of Dan's books he wants one sign for himself he wants one (laughs) sign for his mate he gave them to me can you pass this on to Dan Hardy yeah no bother I tells Nick about it. Nick went, oh, I'm with Dan already tomorrow, no bother. I'll hand the books over to Nick. Nick, do me a favour, get them books signed up for us and send them back to us, will you? Dan, I know you're listening to the show right now, right? I know you're listening. However, I think Nick's taking them down Liverpool Market and fucking flogged the books is what I <laughs> think's going on because I'm still sat here two weeks later. I'm getting nagged every time I see Dave, our mate, who's saying, have you have you got them books for, for us? How long's it taking for him to put
1: his fucking autograph on that book? Come Are on, you? son. What I did was I got Dan to sign one of them, and then yeah. I just traced his autograph on the others, and I've been flogging them on uh, on eBay ever since. You've been so. pinging them out, have you? I've been banging them all over the place. Look yeah. at you, proper little devil, I'll boy, get aren't them, you? So- I'm actually going to see Dan next week, I think, so I'll, I'll tell tell your main man I'll get them sorted. Oh,
0: but, thanks for that. That'd be great. Yeah, much appreciated. Get him off my case. Yeah, Dave's,
1: Dave's belated birthday
0: present. Yeah, he's nagging. Well, yeah, well, one of them's actually for me. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that. <laughs> Can't be going and asking Dan Hardy for a i book. Do you
1: know what? I'm just looking at this Perth card as well. I've just noticed mm. on the fucking prelims, mm. Ross Pearson. Get our out. Own, our own Ross Pearson is on the prelims. Can you believe that? Christ, Ross hasn't won in a long time, though, no, has he? I think he's on a four-fight skid at the moment. He's fighting Mizuto Hirata, the Japanese fighter. Uh, Utu. In fact, you know what? Mirata's been around for a lifetime as well. Two of them are absolute vets these days. But, man, Ross needs a win, doesn't he, badly? Christ, what time will Lappy on? Local time? That's probably going to be about eight o'clock in the morning.
0: Jeez, <sighs> Jeez eh? Regarding weight cuts... And the, and that fight, yeah.
1: How the fuck does that work? That's gonna, gonna be, weigh in.
0: That's gonna be weird shit. Plus, you're also extru- Once you've got up, you, that you're at your lightest. That's when you're yeah, at your lightest. It, yeah. You 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 know, there's no hydration process there before you fight of an evening. Well, I'm
1: guessing what they will have, they'll have they'll have the hotel well and truly managed. You see, so they'll have screens on all, the win- on all the windows. not Yeah, just they're going to have to turn it around and
0: people sleeping during the day and all that type of shit.
1: <laughs> That's what I mean, and they'll flip it. So you'll probably find that for the whole of fight week this week, certainly from Wednesday onwards, whatever the host hotel is in Perth, you'll probably find that uh, the fighters will be walking around the hotel at 2, 3 in the morning, like it's the middle of the day. Um, I don't know whether they'll, they'll reset their diets as well. Maybe you'll see guys eating main meals at 6 o'clock in the morning and stuff like that. But you'll certainly see a lot of activity Around you know from midnight onwards, yes. um, as they reset their body clocks. You know, no, ain't no one getting up at three in the morning and going to fight at six. You know, they're going to have to get up at midnight, which means they're going to have to the entire car is going to have to reset their body clocks. Which if you, especially you know may not be too bad for someone like a Luke Rockhold. He's going to fly in, yeah, and guess stay Monday on, or stay Tuesday, time, and yeah. just stay on US time. But imagine if you're someone like a Jake Matthews who is Australian and based there, or a Mark Hunt, or even Ross Pearson who lives in Australia those guys are going to have to reset their body clocks against what's absolutely natural to them. So that that's kind of a weird one. Weird that, you know, obviously sometimes we don't take these kind of things into account when it comes to performances of fighters... But it's definitely something from a fan perspective to mm. consider that these guys are going to have to reset their body clocks to perform.
0: Could be mad. Weird.
1: Keep up to date with
0: everything that's going on at UFC Perth this weekend. With us at Fight Disciples on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to this nonsense on iTunes, Fight Disciples. Uh, you can get it on Android as well via our website, fightdisciples.com. If you're on uh, iTunes, by the way, It'd be great if you could write us a little five-star review, even if you don't like us. But please put a five-star review on there. It just helps with our chart positioning on the iTunes charts. Therefore, other fight fans might have a look at it and go, hey, I'll have a nausea in on these lads. Fantastic. Oh, it's Nick's birthday. Let's have a little bit of a celebration with him. That type of thing, you know what I mean? Uh, that'll be great. Um, next week, we'll have all the fallout of UFC Perth, and hopefully we'll have some more fights to get excited about as we might have a new UFC 222 main event. We'll catch you next time.
1: Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, subscribe via iTunes.